0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? This your boy Kelvin back with another episode of the Kelvin Wilson Show. Hope everybody's having a great day today. I hope everybody is doing good. I hope everybody is blessed. I know that I am. And first of all, what I want to do, as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to my show. Thank you for listening to whatever comes out of my mouth, whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it. But all I can do is just say how I feel and present that to, to, to you guys. And, and I'm just humble and appreciative of everything that you guys have been saying to me, whether I've had to take criticism or whether you've thrown love my way. I do thank you for everything. I thank you for just the continued support that you have. And um, I got another thing I want to discuss today. So... What we're gonna do right now is just take a little pause for the calls. We'll be right back with more to Kelvin Wilson show. All right, y'all. So. This morning, I was reading an article from Jamel Hill. Uh, Jamel Hill is a commentator and a writer who writes for the Atlantic. And for some of us, we also know her from ESPN. Uh, Jamel has a wonderful new article about black athletes and them going to uh, HBCUs. So for those that don't know what HBCU is, it's a historic, historical black college or university. The article was titled, It's Time for Black Athletes to Stop Going to White Colleges. Uh, The article takes a very deep and interesting look, not just at black athletes and the predominantly white institutions that they go to, but it also tackles that uh, the football programs that get ignored by the top athletes coming into college that ignore the historical black college and universities part of the piece um, excuse me Uh, part of the piece that that gets touched on a little bit is an athlete by the name of Kayvon Thibodeau I hope I'm saying that right Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau although he looked at one of the hbcus which was famu he instead decided to go to the university of oregon now the article states that although he loved the hbcu and its historical aspects he ultimately decided to go with oregon stating in his own words nobody wants to eat at mcdonald's when you can have filet mignon now as i read that i started to think about not only the problems of being black, but not taking our star power to a HBCU. It made me realize that in some, in some cases, as uh, black people, we don't know our own power sometimes. Not, not all black people, but just some black people don't know the power that they have. And instead of electing to take the power and put it in with people who look like you, we take it and put it in the hands of people who don't look like us, who don't have our best interest in hand, and who basically use our likeness, who sells our jerseys, who profits off of us, and... We don't get anything in return, and yes, I'm talking about you, uh, NCAA. I'm talking about you. You are the exact person I'm talking about right now. So, case in point, because you know, like I, I like to, you know, not only talk about uh, what goes on out out in the world, but I also like to relate it to me as well. I did this. Myself now. Before I had decided on what college to go to, I had a couple of ideas of where I wanted to go for college. For those that don't know, I am a very creative person. I've always wanted to do movies. That was my that's my end goal. That has always been my goal was to do movies. And if you didn't fit that uh, mold. I don't care if he was a good school or not, I didn't want to go. So case in point, like I said, I was, I might have still been in high school. I probably was on the verge of graduating out of high school, but I remember at my church in Chicago, there was a visiting choir that came along and it wasn't like they came on a Sunday, like they came during the week. And I forgot if it was like a Thursday or a Friday or something like that, but that's that's kind of beside the point, right? So this school, it was a school choir that decided to come and, and sing and put on this concert or whatever. And this choir was from Clark University. For those that don't know about Clark University, Clark University is at HBCU in Atlanta. As this concert ended and we all went downstairs to the fellowship hall to eat and talk and just get to know these kids granted there was one particular girl that I just like fell in love with and that's the one thing that you gotta understand about me, I can fall in love at the drop of a hat and so I was just so in love with this girl and I kept pushing pushing to the side to talk to her but finally um, she came and talked to me and actually it wasn't that she came to me or i came to her it was actually like my mom my mom kind of called her over because she wanted she wanted her to talk to me about college and and maybe going to clark clark university and so we had this conversation and and i really enjoyed the conversation i learned about clark i learned about HBCUs and because they didn't have a film program I didn't go and that was just for Clark but I didn't do anything else I didn't do any other research when it came to does the HBCU have film programs or film classes I I never even looked into it because at the time I wanted to go to NYU Film School. That that was my goal. I wanted to go to NYU Film School, and so as I was filling out like and looking at other schools that have film programs, and like all of these schools, NYU Film School, uh, Full Sail out in uh, Florida, like all of these schools called me back and were like really interested in wanting to have me come to their school. And every time, they asked me the same question. They all asked me the same question. And when I told them where I was from, they all said the same thing. So, all the conversations with all these schools went like this. Okay, so, uh, where where you where do you live? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Chicago. Chicago, Illinois? Yeah. Uh, You know, y'all, you have a film school down there. It's called Columbia, right? Columbia College. Like, why, you know, Columbia is one of the top if not the the one of the best film schools, you know ever. You know, and the only and and it was just like I've heard Columbia, I've heard the rumblings about Columbia about them being a a, a great film school, but I wanted to go to N, uh, NYU film school, and so but everybody, even NYU film school, said you live in Chicago, why not try to go to columbia and my thing was i wanted to get out of chicago so what did i do what did i end up doing i i went and applied for columbia and i thought that i was just gonna go and just take film courses but of course it was like no you got to take this this and this and then when you're done with this then you can take your film classes. and i'm like oh my god like for real i i didn't know it was going to be like that and so then Somebody said, well, why don't you go to, to, a, uh, to a, like a city college, like a little kind of juniorish college uh, to kind of get your prerequisite. And then once you get all the prerequisites that you need, then you can transfer and go to Columbia. And so that's what I decided to do. Instead of looking at more HBCUs, To see if they had what I wanted. I ended up taking kind of my power and putting it into something else. And so, as I was reading this article, I just started thinking about that. And I started thinking about other times black people have not used their power to empower ourselves. Like, look at the incident that happened. And you can see it all over Facebook. About this nail salon in Chicago. That are it has been known to fight their customers. Primarily, their black customers, right? These are Asian people that, that own this business. You do nails and all this other stuff. They own this business. But yet, they have this, this thing that's been going on. For a while, with them fighting their customers, their predominantly black customers. And while they kept doing this, black people still kept going to this place. Why? is it because they're cheap because they don't cost as much and and this is what we do this black people we do this all the time we'll say oh well the other place they cost too much well i would go there but they too expensive So and over here, it's cheap what well, i'd rather spend a would rather spend a lot of money in a place where i'm being treated with fairness and kindness than to go to a place That could do great work for cheap. And they treat me like shit. Black people. We do not understand the power. That we have. And not only the power that we have. The power to shift. The atmosphere. I hated the fact. Like I appreciate everything that I was taught at Columbia. I didn't graduate from Columbia. I appreciate what I was taught. But there's part of me that wishes I would have went to HBCU. Spike Lee went to Morehouse. Even though he went even though he went to NYU film school too, he went to Morehouse, right? So he has the best of both worlds. I could have did that. I could have did the same thing. Black people, we don't understand or we don't grasp the power that we have. And for that young man to say, why would you eat at McDonald's? Or nobody wants to eat at McDonald's when you can get filet mignon. Well, here's the the thing about that. It depends on it depends on where you go, right? So you could go to the University of Oregon, or, Oregon, which you did, and you could still be eating McDonald's. You could have went to the Sam uh, U and still could have been eating McDonald's. I know that the big universities and the fact that their games get played on television and all this other stuff that benefits you because that's eyes looking at you and I understand that but understand this you may have some of the perks but you don't have all the perks because guess what there's a video game out there with your likeness there's pictures out there with your name and your face on it there's jerseys in the school with your name on it there's collectibles and memorabilia with your name on it and your face on it and you don't get a penny of that and not everything is about trying to get money or get ducats or whatever you want to call it it's about the experience it's about the camaraderie a lot of times like I, I, I'm gonna tell you this: when I went to Columbia, it was not about all the scripts that I wrote or all the potential um, uh, films that I was kind of involved in. It was the friendships. It was the it, it was it, it was the networking per se. And I, I look at it like this. If you're going to look at a certain place and say, yeah, this place is cool, but it's McDonald's, right? And I'd rather have filet mignon than McDonald's, right? One is just, one, one looks better, right? The filet mignon on the plate looks better than having McDonald's on the plate, Right? So we've already established that one looks better than the other. If you put two of those things on the plate, if I put a Big Mac, a large fry, an apple pie, and a big, large Coke on the table, and then I put a filet mignon with all the fixings and the size and the trimmings and everything, of course, to the eye. That filet mignon looks better. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. And McDonald's doesn't necessarily mean it's good either. Because it's all processed. It's all processed and bad for you. It just depends on what looks better to you, right? So, I'll leave with this. I remember my mom used to tell this story and it's all about perspective right it's all about where you're at because no matter where you're at you can make the best of it and i want black people to understand it does not matter if you go to a hbcu or a predominantly white university it's what you make of it but if black people if we want better if we want if we want to do better and want people to respect us and they're not respecting us on that one side on that predominantly white institution side then maybe we need to shift and take our power and take everything because guess what if if the top prospects in football and basketball decided they wanted to go to hbcus you don't think that the cameras which automatically shift you know I know that McDonald's had those all American like games with the 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 best high school uh, kids and stuff like that and they would kind of like an all star game but it would be the best uh, kids from from all the high schools in the United States right so I understand that so so let's let's dig into this right and then I'll leave with the story about my mom. Um, all, all we had was those McDonald's things, right? And then all of a sudden, LeBron James comes along, right? And this kid is a, a, a phenom, the chosen one. He's on Sports Illustrated, chosen one. This kid was in high school, and almost every game, Almost every game that this high school kid played at the time, ESPN was showing it. You don't think that if some of the top prospects in high school were going off to college and they said, man, I'm going to FAMU or I'm going to Grambling or I'm going to this, the top prospect players? If you don't think the top black prospect players said, I'm going to these historical black colleges, you don't think the cameras would shift? and and we would not see any of their games. If you don't, if you believe that that wouldn't happen, then I think you're full of shit because I think that would happen. But I'll leave you with this. My mom used to tell this story all the time. And I remember it because it's all about perspective again. My mom used to say every time, like she would say, sometimes I would take the kids out separately because it's uh, my brother Kareem, he's the oldest, and then it's me and then my uh, sister Kelly. And so mama used to say, like some days I would take Kareem out and we would do stuff and then I would take him to get something to eat. And like I would go to McDonald's with Kareem. It was almost like he felt kind of embarrassed to be in McDonald's. And then she was just like, and sometimes I would do the same thing with Kelly and Kelly would act kind of embarrassed and then she said when I would take Kelvin out and we would do some things together I would take him to McDonald's and you would think Kelvin was eating at a five star restaurant the fun he would have doesn't matter where you go It doesn't matter if it's filet mignon or it's McDonald's. Just make the best of it. So what if... If you feel like that that historical black college was McDonald's... Enjoy the McDonald's, baby. Enjoy that stuff. If you want to get some filet mignon do it, but enjoy it, but black people have to stop going for the shiny shit, we all go for the shiny shit, instead of just rolling our sleeves up and getting down to the nitty gritty, we always trying to go for the shiny shit, and just because it glitters don't mean it's gold. And quite honestly, to be honest with you, Brother Thibodeau, I hope I'm saying your name right. I'd rather have McDonald's than Filet Mignon any day of the week. But that's just me. And I want to thank y'all again for tuning in to another episode of The Kelvin Wilson Show. You can check out this episode and all my other episodes, not only on Anchor.fm, but you can check out my uh, show, The Kelvin Wilson Show, on all of the podcasting platforms. You can check me out on Anchor.fm. You can check me out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and more. And until then, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.